0: This is a Neighbors United in Christ broadcast.
1: Precious Lord, take my hand. Lead me on. Let me stand. I am tired. I am weak. I am worn. Through the storm Lord. Lord, take my hand Lead me on What a foretaste of glory divine Heir of salvation, purchase of God Born of His Spirit, washed in His blood This is my story, this is my song of rapture now burst on my sight. Angels descending bring form above. Echoes of mercy, whispers of love. This is my story. I'm happy and blessed Watching and waiting Looking above Filled with His goodness Lost in His love
2: This is my story
1: my savior all the day long this is my story this is my song praising my savior
0: all the day long well welcome good neighbors we are starting our lenten series And we'll be doing the seven last words of jesus on the cross and it's a time for us to reflect and see the work that god does on the cross and it reminds us of who we are and whose we are it's not always a happy time because the cross if you remember during the roman time it wasn't something you wore around the neck and it wasn't something made out of silver or gold but it was a place of execution, of tremendous suffering. And so when we talk about this cross, it is not a pretty picture, and sometimes the last words of Jesus are hard words to hear. Tonight we're gonna deal with, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Words that are, again, not always understood, and what I'm going to do is I will read a few excerpts later from Psalm 22 where Jesus is quoting, because the scriptures for Jesus were the Psalms. And maybe when he said, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? He's starting that Psalm. So it's not just one of despair, but there is also words of hope. We will be doing this uh, every Wednesday through Lent at six o'clock, it will be airing, and we would invite you to join us. Let us continue this service with prayer. Oh Lord, these days of Lent help us to see clearly, to understand again, what you did for us, how we can respond and how we can look at ourselves more honestly and in doing so, that we may act more lovingly and caring for other folks, that we would be tender in our words and in our actions. May we be compassionate may we feel the weight of sin but more than that the forgiveness that you offer in your name we pray amen like to continue with another song by Jim and Debbie
1: Just hold my hand. I need thee every hour through this pilgrim land. Protest. Keeps me that I may be wholly thine and sing redemption songs someday. I will be a soldier brave and true and ever firmly take a stand. As I onward go and daily meet the foe, blessed Jesus. If I a crown of life have won, I have put my faith, dear Lord, in me that I may reach that golden strand. There's no other friend on whom I can.
0: These are the hard words that i remember from growing up years when i would hear sermons on my god my god why hast thou forsaken me the way it was always explained was the weight of the sin of the world was on jesus and so if there was any sight or any it was cast off where it looked like god no longer was there what a horrible thing to think about being alone cast out being rejected not only by your friends not only by those around you but by god these words are haunting and were haunting and and yet when i grew up a little bit and as i heard more sermons on it there was another piece that came one time where they said it really was quotes from uh, psalm 22 that maybe jesus was looking at and was reciting and there's a word of hope in that and so we hear, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why so far from saving me, so far from the words of my groaning? And it goes on and speaks of different things about being just hard things. But as you get to the end of chapter Psalm 22, Indeed, all who sleep in the earth shall bow down and worship, and all who go down to the dust, though they be dead, shall kneel before the Lord. Their descendants shall serve the Lord, whom they shall proclaim to generations to come. They shall proclaim God's deliverance to a people yet unborn, saying to them, the Lord has acted. Those are good words. Maybe that's where Jesus was headed as he was quoting this here. It doesn't take away the first part where it's about the forsakenness and what sin does to us. Because as we go through our journey of Lent, there might be times that we too will wonder where God is in our midst. As I listen to the news, it's hard sometimes. It's hard to think of what's going on in Ukraine. We saw the earthquakes in Syria and Turkey. We hear of North Korea firing Missiles. We hear of China starting to support Russia, maybe invading Taiwan. We hear of people in our own country who are talking about hating one side and the other and how they bicker and fight. And then we see it in our own lives at times where we say things and do things that we wish we hadn't. And we wonder, is God really here? Is God moving? Is he in control? What's he doing? And maybe we say, my God, my God, why have you forsaken us? But help us to go to Calvary, Golgotha, and see the cross, to see how it was then, and remember the horrible things that were going on. And maybe we can come to that last part sometime and say, we will serve the Lord, and we shall proclaim to generations to come, and we shall proclaim God's deliverance to a people yet unborn, saying to them, the Lord has acted. Because at that cross, Jesus acted on our behalf. But a number of years ago, during the Korean War, there was a story that kinda hit me, which speaks about this, and I can't imagine what these people were going through. Some of you who have lived through war would probably appreciate what this man was going through. It was a Marguerite Higgins, a foreign workers correspondent who received the Pulitzer Prize for International reporting. The ward was in special recognition of her coverage of the Korean struggle. In her articles, she would tell about interesting and revealing experiences. Included in one is an account of the fifth company of the Marines, which even though it originally numbered only 18,000 men, It was locked in combat with more than 100,000 Chinese communists. It was a particularly cold day, 42 degrees below zero, when news reporters were standing around. The weary soldiers, half frozen from the bitter cold, stood by their dirty trucks eating food from tin cans. A huge marine was eating cold beans with his trench knife. His face, covered with a heavy beard, was crusted with mud. Suddenly, the correspondent turned to him and asked, if I were God and could give you anything you asked for, what would you like? The man stood motionless, then raised his hand and replied, give me tomorrow. Give me tomorrow. Listen to this plaintive cry of hearts throughout the world today. The persecuted peoples, the people at wars in the Middle East and Africa, Latin America and Asia, give us tomorrow. People who are living in fear and ill health, the only hope for many of them for a tomorrow and a better life that may be granted them. All over the world, the anguish cry resounds give me tomorrow. Maybe that speaks a little bit of my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? But there's a second story that happened in World War I. An incident reported from the battlefronts of the First World War tells of the courage and sympathy of King Victor Emmanuel III of Italy. In the midst of battle and terrifying shellfire, an Italian lieutenant who had fallen seriously wounded called the soldier to his side. He gave him a few keepsakes to convey to his family, then he ordered him to hurry to make his escape. The soldier tried to carry the lieutenant to a place of safety. Some gunners of his military group called him through the fire, save yourself, save yourself! But still he remained with his superior officer. In the distance there was the sound of a motor horn. The cry went out over the battlefield that the king had left the area. The soldier still struggled with the officer's body, but soon the lieutenant died in his arms. flinging himself down on the ground beside the corpse. The young fellow cried with bitter tears, Even the king has gone away. Then a hand touched his shoulder. He shook himself, rose to his feet, and stood at attention. My dear boy, said the man, The car has gone, but your king is still with you. Every inch a king He could not abandon those who were carrying out his commands. Isn't our calling a high calling? Yes, it may seem like God has forsaken us. And maybe the car, even at Calvary, when we see that Jesus died, he never left us. God never left us and never will leave us. He is always with us, even as we cry in the midst of pain and anguish. Even as we realize our sinfulness and the sinfulness of the world around us, God comes to us with tenderness and says, I am still here, and I have come to save you. Amen. Let's continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven And now may the peace of God which passes all understanding keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And know the one who gives you that peace will never leave you, wherever you are and wherever you go. Amen. Jesus keep
1: me.
2: Yeah. Till I reach the golden strand Just beyond the river
0: In
2: the cross
0: in Thank you for listening to a Neighbors United in Christ broadcast. Our podcast is supported by our three congregations of Deronda, Little Falls, and Trinity Lutheran Churches. Our small-town church is in Amer, Wisconsin. If you feel so moved to donate, please visit us online at nuicparish.org. That's nuicparish.org. Until next time.